Welcome to Sacred by Design, a podcast by women for women. Together, we'll explore issues like betrayal trauma, sexual brokenness, and more. It's time to connect your struggle to your story to God. Let's get started. When it comes to sex, what do you like? What do you want? What do you wish could be different? Do you know what you like? We are going there today. Yes, we are. We are going there today. (laughs) Desire is a powerful component of your sexuality. And while the idea of wanting might make you feel uncomfortable and vulnerable, please stay with us. Please stay with us. Um, Because especially if you're suffering with low desire, if you don't even know what low desire is, this is your episode. Yes, and we are going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got each other here. Yes. yes. <laughs> and just um, just women out there, just know um, this topic will lead to some content that uh, may not be appropriate for little ears. So take precautions and uh, protect those little ears and your listening space. Mm-hmm. But let's get started. I do believe that asking questions makes a way for others to ask questions. And so Andrea and I have got you covered today. We've got all the questions. We don't have all the answers. No, no, but we have a good conversation today. (laughs) Yes. I feel like another question to start this episode is, can sex be a more comfortable conversation for us women? For For us women, can it be a more comfortable conversation? I hope so. Yeah, me too. And... That's why we're having this today. Uh, Deeply courageous conversations may feel foolish and awkward, and we are we could we could be uncomfortable about this topic. Not Mm -hmm. everybody is, but we could be. Mm -hmm. And we're complex, beautiful beings that desire to be known. And we can push past this discomfort to be better known, and we deserve it. So we're exploring more of our design through the lens of desire. And we've talked about desire here before, and it will come up again. But today we're talking specifically about low desire. Low desire, I mean, in and of itself is broad enough for us to do an entire series on. Um, But for now, we'll we'll cover a few main points, maybe define it, and um, let's help us understand why this is important that we're talking about it. Yes. And also, it there's high desire conversations. There's so much more packed into this, but this is what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Um, you know, I think we've got to be able to talk about this. And why not with Regeneration? Why not with this women's podcast? Like, this is this is what we do. This is what matters. And so if we can't talk about it here, we're, we're not offering all of what we believe about good sexuality. And we really hope that each person is very blessed today. Oh, yeah. I feel like this, is, this will be such an example of our heart, where it can be awkward, it can be uncomfortable, it can be um, deep, and mm-hmm. all for the purpose of finding the good, yeah. the good in it, because there is a lot. So this is a great episode to grab a pen and paper because we started with questions, we're going to be sprinkling with questions and end with even more questions. Um, but... Please be kind to yourself when considering these questions um, and be honest with yourself um, and take some time to answer them. So one, what are your feelings about desire? 
What is your relationship with desire? That could be a whole bunch of podcast episodes right there. And does the word desire spark a feeling in you? And if so, can you name it? Yes. And let's just even pause right there. Um, You may even feel ambivalent about your wants and desires. You are not alone. Many of us, myself, have turned off our wanter Mm. because our needs, perhaps as a young child, we're not met, we're not consistently met, we're not recognized. And so you may have trouble naming or feeling a desire that it's okay. Mm. And That's Jay good. Stringer says, and I love this quote, many, I'm going to read it. I don't want to miss one word. Many of us have a truckload of unmet desires in the basement of our heart. And so... Maybe we have shut down our wanter and we don't let ourselves have sexual desire for our partner or ourselves. And, you know, you may just dismiss it. I don't have it. I don't have it like he does, like she does. Even will I ever be desired? Am I desirable? I didn't get affection at home. I'm not used to it. Vulnerability wasn't accepted. I don't want to want. And this may be more truthful to say. Wow. Those, wow. Talk about a truckload. That's a a lot you just said. Um, And that speaks so much more to another topic that we explore with clients and with ourselves is just the idea of story. And so there's a story connected to desire Mm -hmm. and understanding that story will really help you find your wanter again, maybe. Mm -hmm. Do you think? I definitely do. And being compassionate to yourself, there is a story that connects desire, lack of desire, too much desire. It's, It's okay to pause and take a look and connect some of the dots in your life. Mm. Yeah. Um, have you have you been able to connect the dots in your own life with your with your story and desire? Have you done some of that work? I have done that work, and I'm thankful for it. But I started off newly married um, with a lot of questions, and if my friends talked about sex, it's because it was going well, and I felt silent there because it wasn't going as well as expected as Mm -hmm. I thought it would. Mm -hmm. And I felt very alone. And I didn't really have one person to talk to. I was embarrassed about it. And I thought it would go much better than I thought and would be easier and less painful. And so I just kept quiet because the conversations were all about how good it was. And if it, well, no one's talking about it being difficult, I must be broken or I must have something wrong with me um, until I went to see a lay counselor at my church. Mm-hmm. And this was very early on in being married. Um, and she got me and she just listened. And she really told me I was not alone, that a lot of women struggle with this. And I was heard. And my story was low desire or so I thought. Of course, it was packed with so much more. But that's how it was 
being manifested mm-hmm. in, you know, my body was manifesting itself with low desire, but, but probing, looking, reading, um, being honest and curious made a huge difference. Um, and I began to offer myself, and you mentioned it today, a new form of kindness. Not I'm broken, something's wrong with me, but kindness. And I realized we must become the people we seek. So, um, tune, you know, tune into unmet needs, longings, and being able to receive mm. was a, a big journey of mine, mm. noticing where there was unmet needs in my early life experience. And to not travel alone. And that is why I didn't want to, I wanted desperately to do this podcast. And many years ago, I wanted to do this because I don't want women to feel um, that they have to be silent and feel like something's wrong with them. Mm. If you have something we should be talking about, let us know. Send us an email to podcast at regenerationministries.org. In the meantime, please be sure to review, rate, subscribe, and share. Back to the show. If questions are the beginning of, of a conversation, I feel like what you just did with sharing your story is you set up an environment, even for listeners right now, to kind of relax into, oh, maybe this is me, into some consideration of their own, mm-hmm. right? So thank you for that. Your vulnerability is is key into shifting your perspective from something's broken, something's wrong with me, to, okay, what's up? Yes. What's really going on? And then when you begin to open that up to a trusted person, they say, oh, women have different arousal cycles. Women have different blank, blank, blank. And it was like, wow, how come no one ever told me this? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so what arousal cycle? Nobody ever talks about an arousal cycle. Right. Well, I learned about it through a podcast with Dan Allender and um, Who's amazing. Rachel Chen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rachel Chen. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And mm-hmm. they talked about how women's arousal cycles, there can be slow or fat, you know, fast, and just to be patient with yourself. And what a relief. Mm. What a relief to know that. Well, can I just say that if you, everybody's so aware of their menstrual cycle, right? Mm -hmm. And the association with that is when you're moody or grumpy or hungry, or it's not kind. Right. (laughs) But then, you know, to switch that around is one thing, but then to also be aware of your arousal cycle Mm -hmm. is a beautiful gift to yourself and to your husband. Yes. It's a beautiful gift to know that and to be patient and kind and allow yourself to continue to want even if it takes longer. Mm. And if it's fast and you have a fast arousal cycle, that's wonderful too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's to be patient with yourself and to... Know that you have value and worth, and pleasure is good. Pleasure is good. And that was a new phrase I had to learn. Mm. So say it. Pleasure mm-hmm. is good. Yeah, It is okay to say that. It is very okay to say that. I, I, I do believe that we, um, in church, sex is not talked about a lot. Um, in Small groups even, and intimacy of small groups, it's not really talked about a lot. So let this be the start of a conversation. 
right? Where, um, gosh, this is what I really want, or it takes me forever, or whatever. But these are must-have conversations with your husband also. Yes, yes, to have courage to have a very vulnerable conversation with your husband. Mm -hmm. And maybe you have to practice with your sisters out Mm -hmm. there, Mm -hmm. right? Sisterhood, join together in talking about this Mm -hmm. so that it can become something very special and powerful, and those conversations can become easier with your husband. If they're difficult, Mm -hmm. maybe they're not difficult, but if they are, you know, you've you know, you've got friends to talk to. Hopefully, this is going to start the conversation, yeah. and you've got friends to talk to. Well, and I think that um, maybe even besides the awkwardness, a lot of us might not feel like we have permission to talk about sex. But give yourself permission mm-hmm. to talk about sex. Yes, today. Today. Yeah. Give maybe, your, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the first day you will give yourself permission to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also love, I'm a researcher too. Yes, you are. And so I am. I love books and I love to learn about things that are going to make a big difference in my life and my clients and in my friends. And I found a wonderful psychologist, Dr. Jennifer Degler. And I loved how she talked about three ingredients we need. How Well, it's like a Girl Scout um tool or tip about that a fire needs oxygen, fuel, and heat. Okay. Or it'll diminish. A fire will diminish if they don't have all three of those ingredients. And she said, it is just like our bodies, that a woman needs three ingredients. Then, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them again so I don't miss it, but a sex, we need a sexually healthy, responsive body, which is the fuel. Okay. So that's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, taking good care of our bodies, exercising, knowing it, knowing even when you feel arousal and fan that flame. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, there it is. I'm, I felt something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so a sexually healthy, responsive body, emotional connection with our husband is the heat. So is there play and fun, laughing, grieving, um, it's not just, okay, now we show up in the bedroom and there's going to be amazing pleasure and sex. And sometimes there is, but if it's not, it's okay. Be patient. And the third one is a biblical perspective, the oxygen, just knowing mm-hmm. that God planned and desired um, us to have pleasurable sex. And he even made our bodies to receive that. And so if those can become our thoughts um, it does help fanning the flame in our thought life mm-hmm. that it's okay for me to receive pleasure and experience that with my husband. And mm-hmm. that will fan the, you know, fan the fire. And when it starts to diminish, okay, let me, let me go back to some basics perhaps mm-hmm. and see how am I taking care of my body? How am I talking to it? How am I viewing it? Mm-hmm. Am I being harsh or condemning? Boy, that's huge. There's a lot in those three <laughs> elements. I know. But, oh my gosh, think about in partnership with your husband to be able to say, okay, these are the three things I'm working on because I really want to want you. Mm-hmm. Or I really want to want this and I really want it to feel good. So this is the fuel, this is the heat, this mm-hmm. is the oxygen. And when you share that conversation with him and then he can check in with you, like, all right, what are we missing? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what a 
powerful exchange. Yes. That's yes. A, with really great repercussions. <laughs> yes. And so building that relationship with your husband and if if you know if there are tensions and um disappointments in your marriage, in your relationship, seek help help in that area as well. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It we are strugglers. And if these conversations are difficult, um you know, talk to somebody, get some help together. Mm-hmm. These are complicated issues. And yeah. that's why we're, we know this is the tip of the iceberg. And we know that uh, we will continue this conversation to add new pieces to this. Uh, for sure. Because especially the idea of low desire, instead of just losing patience and with yourself and shrugging your shoulder and just pushing up, through right. and giving up. Mm-hmm. No, no, there's more. Mm-hmm. God wants more. Yes. Give yourself permission to ask for more and want more and figure it out figure out what it is that you want. It will take time to practice and shut down all the open windows in your brain because your brain I mean this is you taught me yes this, that the most powerful sex organ that we have is our brain. Yes. Yes. And and there's also hormones related to that. Like women sure. have more estrogen and so estrogen distracts us. And so you could be in the middle of like thinking about sex and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have uh, a grocery list to work on or I forgot to, <laughs> I did, I turned the stove off or something. But that's, yeah. we are, our bodies are complex. Mm. But if you understand that you don't shame it. Uh, yes. Yes. This, I, yes. know, I know it seems like revolutionary, but I don't know if you can tell. This, like Anna and I are like, yeah, we just want you to. Yes, it's yeah, and it's not a quick fix. It's right. not a quick fix. It's not a quick fix, but it's but fixable. It is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, yeah, and even fixable is hard. But even um, all the wanters turned on, all the. Um, you know, maybe shame or disappointment that you have, just just know that it that it is a slow process, but it's possible mm. with mm. patience and kindness and time mm-hmm. and not to give up. No, I'm uh, gosh, oof, this there's so much connected. It, it's not yeah, there's so much connected. I'm just thinking also about just um triggers. I just heard something that triggers are unaddressed wounds. Mm. And so, you know, something that you don't even realize is all of a sudden why you go cold or you go stiff to understand that. And again, that's a whole nother conversation that is worthy of um, time. But I'm so glad you even brought it up. If someone is listening and has a very painful past or painful experiences with this, Mm -hmm. we understand and we are not making light of that at all with this topic today. And we know you're listening. We know that our bodies do shut down. And if it has received, um, you know, not good care, Mm -hmm. we know that. And we are here for you also. Mm -hmm. So we, we, our hearts go out to women. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. Our hearts go out. And there's so many, gosh, we are so complex. So between the triggers of past trauma or um, hormonal fluctuations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a hysterectomy very unexpectedly, and I'm still, I mean, this is five years yes. today oh, wow. of figuring out what my hormonal balance should be, what the prescription should look like, and if I should even be on it. And that really messes with your wanter. Yes. <laughs> it does. Yes. But so great that you could 
tie those together and, you know, learn about your body, learn about what happened after the hysterectomy. It it takes a little research sometimes, a Mm -hmm. book, a conversation, a podcast, right? Even today's podcast will be helpful for somebody. Oh my gosh, I believe that. So all the research that you put into this today, I know your heart and that you're you had so much more you want to say today, and that will be coming. Mm-hmm. So, so what are some of the other things that we should be considering or our listeners could even, maybe this is sparking something for them, some of the other things that maybe we will be touching on later in different episodes with relation to this? Well, you know, we talk a lot about um, pornography addictions and um, affairs and how sexual brokenness affects our sexuality. And so we will be tying those into um, if there are sexual difficulties between a husband and wife that are experiencing um, a betrayal. And we know that. We know that 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 interferes and we know we'll be getting to that. And we know that those are play a part. Mm. Mm. We talk a lot about becoming whole. Yes. And sexual integrity. And just integrity, unifying heart, mind, body, soul. And your body is usually, especially for women, is the last one. We we can take care of other things or numb out other things, but the body really holds on to um, hurts, thoughts, ideas that it was taught. So um, this is really important. Mm-hmm. This is really important. How do we wrap up this? <laughs> I mean, we will have so many links to the books that you've read. I know there's podcasts that we'd love to share. And um, I feel like we share Jay Stringer almost every time. Yes. Yes. He's been, and I know he's taking this on as a big um, task for mm-hmm. the coming year is um, hypoarousal, which is low desire. And mm-hmm. I, so stay tuned and follow him mm-hmm. with what the, the new research he comes out with. But I would just love to um, close with a quote that I got from Charity from Restore to More, which is an amazing ministry. And um, she has a quote, and I'm going to read it, that I deserve as much sexual pleasure as I can have, and I'm worth the time it takes. I might need a back rub, or I might just need to take a break, but I can ask for this. I matter And I hope that you can find your voice in the bedroom, and I hope you can find your voice in this. Mm -hmm. What a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to end, uh, if you're ready, to end with maybe a blessing of our um, a prayer, maybe a blessing over our bodies. And so I looked up the term blessing. Okay. And it said, uh, a special favor— mercy, or a benefit. So today I'd like to close with offering a blessing on our bodies as women. Lord, you have made us very well. You've made us beautiful and complex. We ask that you will bring a blessing upon our bodies as women. You will heal us Bless us for special favor upon each woman that's listening, mercy and benefit. Thank you for your love and thank you 
for a chance to talk today. And would you be with each woman and new friend that is listening? Amen. Amen. That's a wrap. Time to stretch out your hands, take a deep breath, and actually release it this time. If we've touched on something that you want to go deeper with, check out our coaching page to set up an appointment with one of us. Head to our website at regenerationministries.org.